good Tuesday morning to you. Thank you for joining us today on Tetelestai. Prepared for battle. We've been discussing this over the last oh, week or so. Yesterday we were talking about understanding what Paul is saying in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 and telling us that we need to be aware of the schemes of the devil. And we have seen how that is so vital and important and that his main scheme is to create division, dissension, uh, wreak havoc in interpersonal relationships. And it's imperative, Paul says, in order to preserve those relationships, to guard those relationships in the body of Christ, particularly, that we put on, we appropriate the armor that God has given to us in order to stand against all the schemes, all the arrows, all of the flaming missiles that the enemy will hurl at us in order to bring us down. Now, Paul tells us that we need to particularly pay attention and have this armor on in relationship to a time frame. He says that uh, we are to clothe ourselves uh, with the armor of God so that when we come into contact with evil and with Satan, we will be able to stand in the evil day. We will be able to stand at that time. We will be able to stand against evil when it comes against us. But particularly, he is referencing a time when it's going to be really, really intense as far as the assault of the enemy against the body of Christ. He says at verse 13, we need to be able to resist in the evil day. Not an evil day, but the evil day. Now, Paul had a particular time in mind that he's thinking of, and he is thinking of a time known and in the scripture as the day of the Lord. There was a time, and he was aware that there would be one final conflict between the forces of darkness and the forces of righteousness. Of course, God's this is a fixed fight already. God has already won the war with this final battle, and it will be intense against the body of Christ. And we've spoken of this much in times past, and currently I'm doing a series on Sunday morning over the last two Sundays, uh, yesterday, uh, or this past Sunday, uh, I spoke concerning this time frame on uh, the 25th of February, and then of course the week before on the 18th of February, I spoke of this. So you can go to our website or the YouTube channel that we have and, and hear that message. But it's talking about a time prior to the return of the Messiah when the devil is loosed and he is wreaking havoc on the earth, gathering up the wicked to make war against the saints of God. This is the day of the Lord. There is coming a time that the Old Testament speaks of, that the Paul speaks of, a day of wrath, a day of judgment, a day of the Lord that's coming. And in this day, because of what, what's going to follow, which is going to be the establishing of the kingdom of God in its permanence in space and time, and the return of the Messiah who will establish that kingdom, the battle's going to heat up like it's never heated up before. And Paul's aware of that. And of course, Jesus talked about interpersonal relationships being affected during that time. In Matthew 24, in Luke 21, in Mark 13, he mentions the fact of betrayal. 
And he talks about it as being a disciple, that you're going to be shocked at who's going to betray you. Your, your parents may betray you. Your children will betray you. Your brothers or sisters may betray you. Your best friends, your, your neighbors, people, people that you have had close relationship with that you would never have suspected will turn against you. Now, obviously, the greatest thing that Satan could do during a time of persecution against the body of Christ, because that's what's going to happen. The enemy is going to launch a final all-out assault on the church, Jew and Gentile, all over the earth. And it is going to be a great time of persecution, a time like it's never been before, Jesus said. But in this, he is going to seek to destroy interpersonal relationships. And he is going to throw everything. He's going to throw the kitchen sink at the body of Christ in order to create division, contention, strife, jealousy, factions, everything he can do because he does not want the body of Christ unified in that day. And Paul said, brothers, sisters, you better be appropriating the armor of God so that you will be able to stand in the evil day, that you'll be able to make a stand. You'll be able to resist the evil that is coming against you in that day. And it's going to be intense. Without the armor of God, without God's life in us, we would not be able, we'd be swept away by what's coming. We would run, we would turn tail and run. We wouldn't be courageous. We wouldn't be bold. We'd be afraid. We would capitulate, bow the knee to the enemy and say, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to suffer. I don't want to suffer. I don't want to suffer. And, and, and give in. And we'd be willing to betray our own family in order to save our skin if we were not in Christ, if we were not appropriating the armor of God, the life of God in us. But God is going to preserve his people. He is going to protect his people. He's going to shield us. He is going to give us the strength to stand. And no matter what, you know, you've got the, the testimony of faith in the 11th chapter of Hebrews. And guess what? Some of those people who stood by faith had outcomes that were amazing. They saw the miraculous. They saw God deliver them from the mouth of lions, uh, you know, from all kinds of things. But then he also flips it and says, but others weren't, did not have the same experience. Some were sawn in half. Some wandered in caves. Some lost all their material possessions. But the world was not worthy of such people, the writer says. Because their heart and their devotion was simply to follow the Messiah, simply to be devoted to Jesus and to his kingdom and to him as their king. They would not turn their back on him. Reason being is because they were appropriating the life of God, living by the life of God, the life of Christ within them. It's imperative to set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are beneath when you are in the midst of this battle. All these little battles that we're experiencing now, they're bad and they can be intense and they can be sometimes death blows to our lives if we're not careful that the enemy hurls at us. But there is coming a time which is going to be more intense than it's ever been before. It's going to be like the restraint on evil has been lifted and it's going to run rampant like a runaway train. And Paul is saying that in that day, you better be standing in the armor of God so you can stand or you will fall. That's just the serious reality of it all. Many people believe, and I happen to be one of them, we've entered a time period like there's never been before in history. Something shifted and changed back in the late 19th century, early 20th century. Something shifted and changed 
And it's like the final plan. The final strategies for the final assault and the final battle have been set in motion. And when all that's going to culminate, only God knows. No man does. We can look at the signs Jesus made us aware of that. We can look around. We can be aware. We can be alert. But we don't know the day, the hour, the times, the seasons, as Jesus said, which the Father has put in his own power. Until then, Jesus said, hey, you are to be my witnesses, my martyrs, my disciples, testifying to the world of me and my kingdom and inviting them into the glorious relationship of forgiveness and grace and union with God that the gospel announces to them. We will continue now tomorrow, Lord willing, and we will get into uh, you know, a false armor first. We'll talk about the pieces of the armor, and there is a false kind of an armor that carnal people wear, fleshly people wear, religious people wear, rather than the true armor of God. We'll see what that armor is tomorrow. Well, with the grace and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ extended to you today in fullest measure, and may you experience the love that God has for you in your heart and life today. Have a great day.